Hey everyone, it's Jen and Jess from the beauty podcast, Fat Mascara, here to talk about Sol de Janeiro. So many of the beauty experts we interview on our show say that the key to great skin is to treat every inch of your body with the same attention you give your face. One of our favorite ways to do that is with Sol de Janeiro's Beja Flor Elastic Cream, a rich body cream that's clinically proven to boost collagen and has been shown to improve skin crepiness on the chest in just two weeks. Plus, it's scented with Sol de Janeiro's Charosta 68 fragrance. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code ACAST10. That's S-O L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O soldajanero.com and use the code ACAST10 for 10% off. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. He charged me with resisting arrest. Get that confidence in jail. I object. Hello. Welcome to Allegedly Bravo. I'm Lauren and I'm a fucking lawyer. Oh my God. I passed the bar exam finally. I'm so excited. Thank you so much to everyone who reached out with congratulations. That was so nice of you. I'm like literally on cloud nine. Anyone who has been listening to this show for a while knows that I graduated law school in 2017 and then like could not pass that motherfucking test for years, for years. And honestly, I have to say like abolish the bar exam so nasty. It's so rude. for real, like for real. So I did beat Shane's record, Emily's husband, and I'm trying to get Emily on the show. I reached out to her and I reached out to ABC and, you know, haven't heard back. So I would really appreciate if anyone who knows Emily, just give her a little nudge nudge and say, hey, there's this girl desperately trying to get like in touch with you. I mean, we both went to the same law school. That's such a special bond, you know? So I'm trying out dropping episodes on Wednesdays instead of Mondays just because my schedule's changed a little bit and it's easier for me like to get things done that way. But let me know what you guys think. Um, let me know what you like. If you like Mondays, if you don't care, let me know. Um, I like Wednesdays so far, but you know, it's not just all about me, even though I really wish it was. I've been so effing busy. Um, Work has been so crazy. I'm sure you guys can relate. It's like spring has sprung and so has everybody's problems. Like, wow, we are going to town like in work, work up to the knees. Also, my car was stolen again. 
literally at this time last year, my car was stolen. The same car, a 2020 Kia Forte. So help me God, I am pissed. I am so mad. The same car stolen twice. If you have a Kia that was stolen, I want to talk to you about it because I know there are some class action lawsuits going around, but like my state isn't involved in any of them. And I want to take Kia to the cleaners. Honestly, I'm pissed. The amount of time I've been without a car is crazy because last time when it got stolen, it's like a whole fucking month. I can't use my car because someone stole it. Oh, and the worst part is, ugh. The worst part of this whole thing is there's such a back order on all these Kia parts because all these kids are stealing the cars. So there's a huge back order. You can't get any of the parts. They're all stealing them the same way. So they can't manufacture these windows and gear shifts and whatever fast enough. So there's a huge back order. So it takes forever to get your car into the shop. Wouldn't it have been nice if my car was just totaled? But no. Instead, this fucking crackhead busted the back window, did a fucking nosedive through it, a nosedive. This is how fucking stupid this crackhead was. I'm sorry. And I know he did a nosedive, by the way, because it's on video. It's on fucking video. I will post it if you want. But the guy busts the window and literally dives like he's from a diving board. Bloop. Right into the back window. Obviously, he's skinny. Obviously, he's good at diving. And he's not good at thinking because if I just broke open a window to a car that had a fucking door, I feel like I would reach my arm in and open the door, right? And then just get in the car. I don't understand why he had to dive. What a fucking idiot. A fucking imbecile. And then this mofo decides to take my car. I don't even know where he went. I I can't even think about it too hard or I start to get the heebie-jeebies. But now my car's at the impound lot until it gets towed to the car place to get fixed. But of course, it's Minnesota, so it's sure as shit going to rain and my car doesn't have a window and it's in the middle of an impound lot. And none of this is my fault. (laughs) And I'm just so mad. So if you or someone you know is stealing Kias, um, I just want to talk. That's it. I just want to talk. Okay. So let's talk about other people's problems because I truly need to calm the fuck down. We are going to be talking about the manzo of it all. And unfortunately, I did post a meme on my Instagram and I was asking for you guys to give, you know, some questions that you wanted answered. And a lot of the questions were very specifically only um, things Caroline Manzo can answer. And you guys are going to be really disappointed because I'm so sorry, but Caroline Manzo is not here. And if that message was conveyed to you through my meme, I am deeply apologetic. I was just trying to get questions that I could answer. Um, 
I'm not kidding you. There is no Caroline Manzo on this show. So I tried to weave them into this episode just <laughs> to answer them as they went. But it's like, I can't just be here. Oh, blah, blah, blah wants to know. Caroline, how's Albie doing? It's like, uh, I don't know. I just like tried to stick some stuff in there about Albie. You know what I mean? So sorry if that didn't come out like <laughs> right. I'm, I hope you guys keep listening. But Caroline will not be here. I did reach out for comment, though. I DM'd her, and I was like, hey, this is what I'm doing. Would you like to give a statement? I'm going to be talking about XYZ. And Caroline denied to open the message. <laughs> so she will not be joining us today in form of reading either. So we need to talk about what kind of started off the feud between Caroline and Diana. So for people who... Um, I'm sorry, I keep calling her Diana, and that just is not her name. Her name is Dina. I think it's because I'm recording this at 10.07 p.m., and like, I'm going to say a really lawyery sentence right now. I can't even believe it. I was at court all day, and I'm tired. <laughs> Woe is me. I finally got what I wanted. Um, but I know it's Dina. If I say Diana, just ignore me. I'm stupid. So, Caroline and Dina are sisters, right? They're sisters. They're called the Manzo sisters. And that's only because they married brothers. Like, their actual last name, or not actual last name, but you know what I mean. The one they were born with is Lorita. And that will come into play a little later, too. But these are two sisters that married two brothers. So, in the beginning of it all, before crime hit the fan... There was a little bit of a feud between the sisters. And friend of the pod, Behind the Velvet Rope with David Yontif, interviewed Kim D on his podcast. And Kim D let it slip, slash totally just outright said this, that the the Dina and Caroline fight all started because Dina allegedly... Like, when they were signing up to film this program, and the kid was little, Lexi, Dina's kid was little, Dina didn't ask Lexi's dad to sign the permission slip for filming. So, I don't know what happened. I'm not saying she forged it. I'm just saying somehow he didn't have to sign it according to Kim D, and she got to be on the show, or whatever. Well, apparently... Dina didn't want anyone talking about this. I mean, I can understand why. She's now on the show. Blah, 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 blah. Well, somehow, Danielle caught wind of this little rumor here. How do you think she caught wind of it? Caroline allegedly told her. So she got wind of this whole thing that that Dina didn't get the husband, the ex-husband, to sign the permission slip called the ex-husband and ratted Dina out. She fucking narked. Are you kidding me? And Danielle told the husband or the ex-husband, oh, you have to go try to get custody of the kid. It's like, oh my God, Danielle, you are not a girl's girl. You are not a girl's girl. And I... Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. 
we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey everyone, it's Jen and Jess from the beauty podcast Fat Mascara here to talk about Sol de Janeiro. So many of the beauty experts we interview on our show say that the key to great skin is to treat every inch of your body with the same attention you give your face. One of our favorite ways to do that is with Sol de Janeiro's Beja Flor Elastic Cream, a rich body cream that's clinically proven to boost collagen and has been shown to improve skin crepiness on the chest in just two weeks. Plus, it's scented with Sol de Janeiro's Charosta 68 fragrance. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code ACAST10. That's S-O L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O soldajanero.com and use the code ACAST10 for 10% off. And I don't like it. Okay, so now let's get into the federal indictments of it all. In order to kind of dive in, we have to get to know these people. Really sort of settle in with the Manzos. What what was their show called? I can't even remember. But hopefully it was something Married to Manzo. I don't even know why I don't know that. I should have prepared for this here podcast that I'm doing, but clearly I didn't. So there are a bunch of main mob families, all right? And just so the mob knows, just so the mob is clear, I'm not saying anything about anything. I pulled this shit from like People Magazine and Radar Online and Page Six and The Sun. Like this is not like, I'm not researching you and I don't care. So like don't fucking come for me. I... I will be so upset. Like, I want to stay out of it. I'm just here to report the news. Okay, mobs. So according to articles that other people wrote, there are a couple main mob families. The Bono family, but it's actually spelled B-O-N-A-N-N-O, not like B-O-N-O. Maybe that's Bonanno. Bonanno. Colin Bow, which is not cute. It's like Colin Bow, like colon, like, poopy butt the gambino family which i like that name the best out of the three so far and maybe it's just because of childish gambino i'm like oh i know that name i wonder if they reached out you know i wonder that now i wonder if the gambinos reached out to mr childish and said sir what are you doing i'm fine with it and i'm not saying the mob should do anything i hey i'm not here to tell you guys what to do And then there's the Genovese family, and this family is, like, prominent in New Jersey, along with the Lucchese family. These are the two main New Jersey fanbams. The most notable member to us that we care about in the Genovese family is a guy named Tony Manzo. I'm sorry. I said that wrong. Tiny Manzo. His name was Tiny Manzo. And, of course... He didn't come out of the womb and his mom called him Tiny. No, he was a big, giant, big man. And for fun, people called him Tiny. This is Caroline and Dina's father-in-law. 
So this is how these women are connected to the mob. Okay? Allegedly. According to also the federal indictment. Okay? There's like a lot going on here. I researched this quite well. But I'm not accusing anyone of anything. So Dina is the youngest of 11 fucking children. Holy crap. That's a lot. So she first got married to Thomas Manzo, who, and they appeared together on VH1's My Fabulous Wedding in 2007. And then she was on The Housewives, and then she was on a show on HGTV called Dina's Party. The fact that I didn't know that really bums me out, because I feel like I'm the perfect candidate to watch Dina's Party on HGTV. Maybe I can find it on demand. Dina's sister is named Caroline Manzo. We already went over this. And her brother is named Chris Lorita. Now, remember, I was like, oh, that's important. Well, let me tell you why that's important. Because Chris is married to another real housewife of New Jersey named Jacqueline, former former housewife. So this is big. This is why this show is so good, by the way. Because, I mean, we are... We are in it, like family. We're in it with like levels of family, like mob families, real families, family in-laws, like uh, family units, brothers-in-law, um, relationships on TV. So Jacqueline ended up marrying Chris Lorita. So on this program, we have two sisters and a sister-in-law. Hello. This is why it was so good. So Tommy and Dina separated in October of 2012. But no surprise to me anyway, as a person who works in family law, but much to probably everyone's dismay, this whole dissolution wasn't even finalized until February of 2016. That's a four-year divorce almost, maybe three and a half if you're going like month by month. Uh, no thanks. I'm sorry. I would never want to get divorced for three years. Ugh. I mean, I'm sure they're not, like, loving it, but at some point you have to sort of, like, compromise, right? But these are two people who don't like each other. So, anyway, Dina moved on, and she got with her current husband named Dave Canton. Now, Dave owns this little firm called the Dave Canton Group, And it's an automotive holding company. So I think that's like a fancy way of saying I own a lot of really expensive cars and other people own a lot of really expensive cars. And then I get to hold the title to them and they get to drive the cars. That's what I think it means. I don't know. Okay. So there's, I'm not going to get into the whole, well, should I? Okay, so here's the deal, you guys. I'm just going to go for it. But mob, again, this is not about you. It's just about you, you know? But it's not about you, about you. So rumor has it that allegedly the Sopranos is like loosely based off the Manzo family. And it's like even the brownstone that's the reception hall that the Manzos owned. Well, that's even been on the Sopranos show. And... I guess it was purchased by Tiny Manzo in the 1970s. So apparently this is like 
real legit shit enough to where they made a TV show after it, you know? So at some point, a cop went undercover and they busted the Lucchese family for something or another. Somehow, Tiny got involved in this whole situation and he was charged with attempting attempted skimming from mob casino which i guess that just means they shot it up so like they came into a casino and they're like pew 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 and then they got arrested and it's like listen maybe this was a mob casino and it wasn't necessarily a state sanctioned casino but you can't shoot it up. I think that's what they were going for. But the fact that there's something called attempted skimming from a mob casino, that makes me chuckle a little. But three weeks later, hmm, unfortunately, Tiny was found in the trunk of his car. And his partner in crime was also found dead in the trunk of the car. Ugh, that's like not, I would, what's with the trunk, by the way? Like, put the seat down. I I don't know. It just seems difficult. But, you know, I don't think the people doing crimes are necessarily... But they should really be thinking about how to make it easier on them. Because I think if they figured out how to make it easier on them to commit these crimes like this, like, there'd be way less evidence left behind. So I think it's, I guess, good thing that criminals are kind of dumb. But think about it. It's like if you're going to throw a body into somewhere, like... I don't know if you necessarily want to drag it all over the ground, leave evidence, pick up evidence, somehow get it in the trunk. I mean, that's quote unquote dead weight. And this guy's name was Tiny and he was kind of fat. So I feel like you would need a couple of people to help you move it into the trunk. And then by that time, it's like two can keep a secret if one of them's dead, you know. So, But, I mean, there's three people there, at least. The dead guy and the two guys trying to get him in the trunk. And I just feel like, why don't you put the guy in the trunk, or don't put the guy in the trunk, and just put him in the back seat. Because it's like, people get in and out of the back seat all the time. Like, the first place the cops are going to look is like, pop the trunk. I don't know. I, I, I just feel like if these got thought through a little bit more... And I'm not trying to advocate for anything. I'm just saying, I just, to me, this is glaringly obvious. But I guess, good thing I use my powers for good. Right? So, eventually, there ended up being a federal indictment. And you guys remember, that's what happened to Jen Shaw. So, in this case, Tommy Manzo, the ex-husband of Dina... And some guy named John Perna are charged federally with, like, a couple counts of different things. So, by the way, John Perna is from the Lucchese crime family. Okay? Now, of course, before we get into more things, we have to kind of go through how these little mob families are allegedly organized. And this is not a critique. You organize however you want. But what happens generally is there's the captains or the capos. I'm not even going to try to speak Italian. That feels just kind of wrong, actually. Um, The captains who control the crews of quote-unquote made members. And they, they are the people who get to control 
who's in it, who's out of it, who's associated with this group, etc., and so forth. I mean, Captain, come on. It's like very self-explanatory. They're the number one guy in the group. So the maid member, which is, I think, and it's not maid, M-A-I-D, like, like, oh, you're my maid. You must do it. It's maid, like, M-A-D-E, and I don't know why. But the maid member means, hey, you were already hazed. We went through all these induction ceremonies, and you pledged to the family for life. And for some reason, next to that, I put, quote, wise guys. So I think that that's funny if these are the wise guys. Hey, wise guys. Um, So the capo is in charge of all the significant actions, and they actually receive a share of all the earnings. Because remember, this is organized crime. This isn't unorganized crime. So while the capos are in charge of all of the significant actions and receive some money, the maid members, they just kind of go on the day-to-day activities and they can have the benefits of their own earnings. So they don't really get to like partake in the big things. So according to the United States government, they define a crime family as a group of individuals associated in fact that engaged in and the act. Oh, my God. See, fuck this shit. I'm not going to read this to you like this. This is so confusing. A group of individuals who have affected commerce. It's like, uh, what? Basically, it's a group of people and business suits doing business things, spending business money, making business decisions, and they affect business. Okay, that's all it means. And that they're just they're just doing that. That's all. We don't need to know all the weird other words. I, it just makes me so frustrated. Like, how's anyone supposed to know what that means? Okay, anyway, as we discussed, Perna, we have to set the scene because the indictment just jumps right into it. So Perna is the member of the Lucchese crime family, and his accomplice in this whole thing was actually a part of his crew. There's an accomplice that helps uh, commit some of these acts in the indictment that we're about to talk about. But when when... We're referring to an accomplice. Just know it's someone in in the Lucchese crime fam. And it's just one of Perna's little friendly friends. Okay, and then Manzo is obviously the brother-in-law of the Dina and the Caroline, yada, yada, yada. And the co-owner of the restaurant venue, the Brownstone. Okay, so Perna wants to have a reception at the Brownstone. So they are like, listen, let's work out a deal. And then they're like, and I don't know who offered and who accepted, but the deal was struck wherein Perna was going to go do some dirty shit and then he could have his reception party for some wedding or whatever at the Brownstone at like basically for free or quote deeply discounted, like basically free 99 So that's setting it up. So these are two people who are working out a deal. That deal is a reception. This man doesn't, maybe doesn't have the money for the reception or doesn't want to spend the money on the reception. I don't know. I don't know why the form of payment is this, but this is what it is. So in the indictment, there was one count of racketeering, which 
is such a fun word. I think it's like another one of those, like up there where they were like, oh, skipper on the casino mob. Racketeering is another really, really, really fun word for me to say. Basically, that just means like you're either creating or dealing a controlled substance or you're engaged in multiple acts of wire fraud or multiple multiple acts of and here's another one of those stupid words extortionate extensions of credit and extortionate collections of extensions of credit and gambling and don't worry i looked up what extortionate extortionate means and it just means a lot So basically they're saying, hey, he extended credit to people a lot of times and he collected back on the credit a lot of times. And that just means a gambling ring. You know, you're going up against the house and whatever. So allegedly, this is why the deal was struck. Tommy Boy was pissed that Dina's new man was in the picture. I mean, he's hot, she's hot, and Tommy, not my type. Maybe he has a type in prison. So he planned to have a violent assault committed on this victim, a.k.a. Dina's new man. And not the one she's married to now, though, I don't believe. You know, I'm actually not going to say that for sure. So he planned to have this violent assault committed on the victim that would leave a permanent facial scar. Something to remember me by. So Tommy knew that Perna was involved in the family and was like, listen, this is the request that I have. And if you do this for me, I will pay you in a free reception. Okay. And Perna was like, okay. And got in the car and followed Dina's man to, it was Dina's man, to a strip mall. And then he used what's called a slapjack to quote, inflict injury. So basically he used like, a stick that's like metal covered in leather, I believe, and whacked him with it. Yikes. Then, on top of that, Tommy Manzo also got indicted for conspiracy to commit wire fraud and mail fraud. Shout out Jen Shaw. We love to talk about our fraudsters, especially our conspirator fraudsters. It's so much fun. So, They're saying, listen, Tommy, we know that you conspired a scheme to defraud somebody by pretending that John Perna's Mercedes was stolen and destroyed. So Tommy's trying to get Mr. Perna some money any way he can. He's like, not only am I going to give you this little party for free over here, I'm also going to just commit some insurance fraud. So we're going to organize it. Someone's going to go steal your car and then we're going to go light it on fire and I'll get a check and hand it to you. Honestly, that's organized crime. So then they say, guess what? In December of 2020, John Perna pled guilty to the aggravated assault. And in a statement at the time to People Magazine, again, another source I have. Thomas's lawyer said, Tommy boy, Mr. Perna, during his plea of guilty, oh, because Mr. Perna pled guilty. I said that, right? I said John Perna pled guilty. I just hope I didn't misconstrue that like I did with everyone thinking that 
Caroline Manzo was going to be on the show today. So Tommy Boy's lawyer said when Mr. Perna entered his plea of guilty, he never mentioned that he was involved in this activity directly or indirectly with Mr. Manzo. To me, this is evidence of exoneration of Mr. Manzo. Um, not necessarily sure if Mr. Perna's entrance of a guilty plea in any way exonerates Mr. Manzo, actually. But hey, it's interpretation and all right, that's on you, I guess. So then there was another attack, right? That was just the one attack, the slapstick in the parking lot, yada, yada, yada. Mr. Tommy is still in jail for that. During this time period, Mr. Perna pleads, he's sentenced. Okay, that, there's a bow on that. That was 2015. So this couple told the police that when they got attacked, it was during the time when they were coming back from Teresa Judice's daughter's first communion. Okay, let that sink in. And then they said... That the police, they told the police that one of the assailants told them, that's what you get for fucking with a guy from Patterson. I think you need to let that one soak in for a second. Don't you forget. So in May of 2019... Uh, this guy named James, James, was arrested for his alleged involvement in this whole fiasco with the stealing of the engagement ring. And when he was arrested, Dina and David released a statement and they go, we are so grateful to New Jersey law enforcement and authorities whose diligent investigation over the last two years accumulated in today's arrest. Thank you to everyone who has expressed concern for our well-being. We've had such a great support system. Honestly, I wish nothing but the best for this couple. Wow. Holy crap. That must have felt so good for this guy to get caught for this. But, you know, it didn't take much longer for Tommy to get linked in, too. Because in May of 2021, Tommy was linked to the case for the first time. And on May 11th of 2021, on or about... Tommy Boy was indicted for, like, even more shit. Like, accomplice to first-degree robbery, second-degree burglary, second-degree aggravated assault, third-degree aggravated assault, third-degree theft, third-degree possession, and fourth-degree stalking. And the government said that when they searched Tommy's office and they executed the search warrant at the Brownstone, that they got more than 300 pages of registered lookups, like him Googling or looking up Dina and David Manzo. Over 300 pages of these lookups on Google, LexisNexis, and been verified. That's fucking crazy. That's insane. So in June 2020... Tommy Boy was arrested um, and Caroline spoke out about the situation. And I don't really think that that's fair. Okay? I really don't. 
So she spoke out and she said, this is a family on both sides. I want to know the truth and my allegiance will lie with the truth. It's like, okay, get that's your brother-in-law, but like he beat up your sister. I don't know. And she continues on by saying, we don't run from things like this. We address them. And I feel comfortable with that because we are being painted with a brush that does not reflect who we are as people. Well, uh, Caroline, not necessarily the truth. So when that whole thing happened, Dina's friends came to her aid on Instagram, obviously. And one of her friends named Luke posted a comment that was like, I cannot believe that this keeps happening. Like, we need to speak out, yada, yada, yada. And it was the first time that Dina kind of publicly acknowledged that there was a whole situation going on. She kind of just led a private life for a while. Um, But in 2021, she kind of mentioned it all, I guess. I don't know. I kind of liked it. Hey everyone, it's Jen and Jess from the beauty podcast, Fat Mascara, here to talk about Sol de Janeiro. So many of the beauty experts we interview on our show say that the key to great skin is to treat every inch of your body with the same attention you give your face. One of our favorite ways to do that is with Sol de Janeiro's Beige Flor Elastic Cream, a rich body cream that's clinically proven to boost collagen and has been shown to improve skin crepiness on the chest in just two weeks. Plus, it's scented with Sol de Janeiro's Charosa 68 fragrance. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code ACAST10. That's S-O L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O soldajanero.com and use the code ACAST10 for 10% off. Tired of ads barging into your favorite news podcasts? Good news. Ad-free listening is available on Amazon Music for all the music plus top podcasts included with your Prime membership. Stay up to date on everything newsworthy by downloading the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash news ad free. That's amazon.com slash news ad free to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. Okay, so then Albie, you guys remember Albie, right? That's Caroline Manzo's son, one of the oldest one. He was kind of cute. Albie said, you know what? He dropped a little teaser and he goes, I'm going to talk about this on my podcast. Everybody has a podcast. I have a podcast. You should have a podcast. But Albie, what the hell do you have to say? I mean, it's not like he's on the show anymore. I mean, I guess he's kind of an entrepreneur. I guess I shouldn't knock it till I try it. But Dina did knock it before she tried it. And she goes, quote, Ooh, shocking. Going to speak out about it on his podcast for the downloads. Unfortunately, this will be a storyline to profit from. What a shame. Um, Okay, savagery on aisle three. Dina just was like over it. She's like, uh, ew, with your podcast? I don't think so. I uh, didn't really listen to see if Albie did because I don't, not to be a little bitch, but I didn't want to give him the download. Okay. I vote with my dollar, and I vote with my download. So Mr. Tommy Manzo, he's facing a lot of different charges. I mean, we just went through so much. I'm so thirsty and tired after this. Let's talk about what kind of punishment he's facing. Tommy faces up to 20 years in prison on the robbery charges, and he would be required to serve 85% of that sentence. 
Um, and then he also faces five to ten years on the other felony charges. Then Manzo faces up to 20 years on the racketeering charge and up to three years on the conspiracy charge and then up to 20 years on the concealing records charge. So this man, I don't know if you can serve him concurrently or what, but this is like 60 big years, like big ones. That's crazy. Wow, I'm just so, I'm just really so shocked by this whole thing, really, because it's like, you never really think, I mean, I wouldn't, when your sister's marrying brothers or whatever, that then the the guy might, you know, beat up you and your husband, and then your sister might take his side. It's just one of those things you don't predict. And I really hope that Dina's like doing okay. She seems to be doing great. She seems to be actually thriving. Um, She's in California. She's happily married and her ex is in jail. So I don't know what we have to do to get her back on like HGTV or Bravo, but I would love to see her again. And before we go, I must mention my criminal behavior And that is my freaking clothes dryer. Okay, what the fuck? My dryer has so many different options for dry. And I'm not kidding you. These are the options I can pick for for the level of dry. I want my dryer to dry my clothes. I can select damp dry, less dry, normal dry, more dry, and very dry. What the fuck? I need to know what's less dry than normal dry. And then what's more dry than normal dry? And what's very dry? And at what point is it just dry? It's just really confusing for me. And also this little washer machine, like every time the load of laundry is done, it's like twinkle, 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 and plays like a 15-minute song. And sweet as it is, I'm definitely over it. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening. I had a lot of fun doing this episode, and I hope you did too. Make sure you're following me on Instagram at Allegedly Bravo. Head on over to the website if you would like to check out some swaggy swaggin' merch or some cute little articles to keep you abreast and apprised of situations. And as always, let me know what you want to hear next. I'm always open to suggestions, okay? Court is adjourned. Bye. Allegedly Bravo podcast is hosted, produced, and researched by Lauren Peavy House. Allegedly Bravo is available anywhere you listen to podcasts and cannot be copied or rebroadcast without consent. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. It really helps me out. This podcast is made available by the lawyer or legal expert for educational purposes only, as well as to give you general information and a general understanding of the law, not to provide specific legal advice. By listening to this podcast, you understand that there's no attorney-client relationship between you and the podcast publisher. Allegedly Bravo podcast should not be used as a substitute for competent legal advice from a licensed professional attorney in your state. Got it?